the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Money 105.5, presenting Money 2.0 and financial services expert Eric Ilovsky. It's real-life lending on Money 2.0. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name is Eric Ilovsky. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate, celebrating our 10th year on the air here. Those of you uh, that are new listeners, I started the show years ago because of my frustration about what I was hearing uh, when our market changed during the downturn of 2008, 2010, and, um, and here we are in 2022. We're definitely seeing a shift in the market, and we're going to talk about that today. We're going to kind of give you some insight of what we're seeing, the power shift in, between buyers and sellers, and uh, just especially interest rates and uh, what's going on with mortgages these days. So stay tuned for that. A little bit about us, uh, Essex Mortgage, we've been in business uh, just under 40 years. We funded about $4 billion of residential real estate last year. It doesn't make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. What it does allow us to do is maybe talk about some programs and some uh, mortgage strategy that you don't hear anywhere else, uh, but uh, this is the place uh, to get a hold of us. Um, we have uh, a lot of ways to ask questions here on the show. Our text line is 916-806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. We also have our website, reallifelending.com. Uh, a little bit about myself. This is my 32nd year in this crazy business we call Northern California Real Estate. Uh, I am currently the vice president of Northern California for Essex Mortgage, and I run the beautiful loan center here in Northern California. But the best part of my job is doing this show and talking to folks like you, whether it's helping them buy their first home, maybe their first investment property, or maybe you're a business owner looking for that first commercial building. We've helped several hundred guests uh, over the last few years, and um, this show's all about you. So if you have a question, maybe you're in the middle of a refinance or purchase, feel free to get a hold of us one way or another. And also, if you want to be part of the show, you can give us a call at 866 866- Five seven six one zero five five. In studio, I have uh, Mr. Michael Salama. Welcome, Michael. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, remind everybody what you do. Hello, everybody. My name is Michael Salama. I am your local friendly realtor and loan officer. Uh, he's being modest. Michael <laughs> is uh, is uh, runs both uh, aspects of real estate. And one of the best things about this show is, yes, it's Essex Mortgage. We are a direct lender. We make all lending decisions in-house. But we also, I am broker CEO of Real Life Real Estate, and uh, we are a full-service real estate brokerage throughout California. And we have, uh, on top of all that, we have a relocation team set up over the last three years. In case you want to move out of state, uh, maybe invest out of state, or just escape some of the craziness that we're seeing here in our state, uh, we can help you with that as well. Uh, you know, Michael, uh, it's it's definitely been. I've been doing this a long time. We're definitely seeing a lot of um, news uh, about real estate in our market. Oh, yeah. We all know that the Fed's been raising the Fed rate, which doesn't directly affect mortgage rates, but it all is tied together in one way, shape, or form. And real estate is itself. Um, tell me a little about what you're seeing right now. Yeah, I mean, across the board, we have a lot of people that are reaching out, asking what's going on with the market, what we're predicting, stuff like that. Currently, what we're seeing is just a lot of price drops, a lot of adjusting. You know, uh, there's definitely less of a buyer pool, right? Um, a lot of lenders are having to go back and, and, and you know, reapprove their clients, make sure that they're still pre-approved for that, that same amount just because interest rates are, are changing so much. Yeah, I think that um, a couple things, the cost of money is is definitely changing and and uh, there's a meme going around that Chuck Norris eats seven percent mortgage rates around the internet. <laughs> and uh, isn't is Chuck Norris dead or not? I don't think he's eating anything right now, but yeah, he might be. He's uh, but uh, and you know when I talk to people, and either just friends, you know, casually, hey, how is going? And when you throw out the high six, seven percent, nearing in on seven percent interest rates, they're just floored. Yeah, 
you know, it's, it's, it's news to them. Um, it is, uh, it, it is definitely a shift and I can tell folks out there and I understand why people are concerned, right? I understand the hesitation. Um, but I have to remind folks is that interest rates have been as high as 13, 14%. Do I see that happening? No, but it does affect on your purchasing power. And like Mike, Michael mentioned is that we have a lot of transactions kind of reminiscent of when COVID first hit that are falling out of contract because yeah. they're realizing that they don't qualify any longer or that they're just not comfortable. They're outside their payment comfort zone. And I think that is definitely a uh, a conversation that you have to have. And if you're a loan officer out there, as we are, we're contacting our clients, updating pre-approvals and just making sure they understand where the shift is. And, you know, and again, I, I, I'm, I'm an upkeep positive person, right? You make money in any real estate market, whether it's up down sideways or, 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 or not. Um, I, I've mentioned quite some time I've paid well over 7% in my past uh, in for an interest rate to purchase a home. But I do see the hesitation in the public. And I do see that the market is kind of shifting. Um, For sure. And, and, and it almost feels like buyers and sellers are stuck. You know, kind of agreed? Oh, know? definitely. I mean, sellers are in the boat of, you know, I'm in my house now. Why would I sell it, get another mortgage, and downgrade for the same cost? Whereas, well, exactly. Whereas buyers, they, they can't get approved as much for more. So it's, 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 really, it's really an interesting market for sure. Yeah, I think the tension's real. But I think one of the things you have to just pay attention to is the stats. And the numbers that are actual the stats differ from your perception. And I think that's what's key for buyers and sellers to be realistic actually about what the market and what actually exists out there. Right. Um, but also, and recognize it's not 2000, it's not January 2008, you know, when properties on average sold a whopping 13% below their original, original price and their list price. It's, it's, it's a little different than that. Um, but here's one of the things I kind of want to discuss today. And buyers are gaining power. Yes. Right? For sure. We're, we're seeing a whole ton of of uh, seller credits for closing costs and with interest rates rising a great way if you're a seller right now to market your property is you know maybe not instead of reducing the price of your house offer a credit for closing costs and to buy down interest rates there's yep. some great loan products out there that are called two one buy downs you know two percent will buy down your rate for the first couple of years and uh, it's basically something that you can offer and market and we're seeing that a lot right now, right, Michael? Actually, yeah, um, we've we've seen quite a few of those where, because uh, normally people will get credit for closing costs just to cover the closing costs, right? But now we're even seeing much more credit, like fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars worth of credit, just to do exactly what you said, which is to buy down interest rate. Right, and let's face it, the last year, you know, buyers basically had to bend to the will of the sellers. Yeah. Uh, but actually, right now they're able to make take more time shopping. Number one, right? Yep. They're not not hurry up and making an offer before somebody else walks through the door, right? Um, And in many cases, like I said, the credit from the sellers are on the rise. About 40% of sales last month uh, had some type of credit from the seller, either for closing costs or interest rate buy-down. And that's across the Sacramento region. And honestly, we think this this increase, this, this, this credit percentage is going to increase over the next few months. I think that's that's really key. And the opposite side of that is sellers are losing power. Yes, right? no, definitely. And, it, and sellers are having to do more, too. It, you know, sellers for, for a little while there got comfortable with just putting their house on the market, and right. they know it will sell. Now you really need to make sure that you speak with, you know, one of us, and we make sure that your house is completely ready for the market. Yeah, let's face it. You know, the, the, the luxury of having eight offers to review 48 hours after your house hits the market, that ship sailed. Yeah. Um, I'll have most of the – almost all – uh, I'm sorry, about half of active listings, I think, uh, and I'm going to cover some stats individually counties, have about a price reduction. And I think that's what's really key. Um, but it's it's basically the unknown of how many more price reductions are people going to come up with? And right. Where's that line and how are we going to market it? I think that's what's different. Price drops in the Sacramento region uh, and, and covering all counties, percentage of listing is 50.3% uh, out of uh, 1,985 listings. You know, El Dorado County is 48%, Yolo County is 54%, Placer County is 53%. And it's just something I think we're going to see. You yeah. know, people are, were still swinging for the fences. And the fact that that tide is shift is also going to help, I think, our first-time homebuyers get back into the market. But before we touch base on that, let's kind of uh, break here, our first break of the hour. Again, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. If you have any questions, our text line is 916-806-0606. We'll see you right after this. 
Hi, this is the co-host of Real Life Real Estate and luxury realtor, Christina Manuel. Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. From the city to the suburbs, buyer and seller opportunities are better than ever in our region. We have many pre-approved buyers looking for their dream home today. I have a strategic marketing plan that attracts thousands of home buyers with radio ads, professional photography, 250 online platforms to reach the largest buyer's pool for your property. If I don't sell your home, you can cancel at any time. Listen, guys, buying or selling a home does not have to be stressful. So call me today at 916-251-6414 or visit realliferre.com for more info. Real estate is the key to building wealth, and our team will get the job done for you no matter what. So call or text me for all of your real estate needs. I'm always available, 916-251-6414. That's 251-6414. Stop paying your landlord's mortgage today. Christina Manuel, California BRE number 02001226. Real Life Real Estate number 02034422. Hello, everybody. It's Eric Olofsky, host of Real Life Lending. It's 2022 and rents in our area are out of control. Let's make this year the year you stop paying your landlord's mortgage and start making the investment in yourself. Everyone's talking about rates increasing, but rates are still historically low. So why don't you lock in your rate today and fix your cost of housing for the next 30 years. Get pre-approved today by calling me at 916-806-0606. And even if you've been turned down by another lender, bear in mind that Essex Mortgage is the bank and all lending decisions are made in-house. Essex Mortgage has several down payment assistance programs that will allow 100% financing for your new home purchase. We have programs for self-employed borrowers, Jumbo, VA, FHA, and reverse mortgages for those over the age of 62. Call me today at 916-806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. Or find me online at reallifelending.com. Essex Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS 70377. DRE 936013. Eric Olofsky. NMLS 2883433. Loans made or arranged pursuant to California Financing Law License 603G833. Now, back to Eric Olofsky on Money 2.0. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Uh, my name is Eric Olofsky. I'm here with uh, Mike Salama, and uh, we're talking real estate. Uh, the first segment of the show, we were kind of going through buyers and sellers feeling stuck and, and maybe some of those causes and and kind of a good description of where the market is now. Uh, we went over how buyers are gaining power and how sellers are losing power. And uh, the next one on my list is the sharp change in recent months. You know, it's kind of become... The reason why the leveling field, I think that um, it, it's kind of we have this kind of storm, right? We have uh, the market showed a, a sharp change with sales volume, you know, sales volumes down. Everybody's like, hey, I'm going to wait for rates to come back down to two or three percent. So that kind of pumped the brakes a little bit on our market. Right. Um, and see the number of sideways uh, 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 lateral moves, people maybe downsizing or upsizing or people just kind of looking for a different home or a different area kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, and, of, and, of course, mortgage rates shooting up again. Uh, and what happens is, you know, usually as we talked about the first part of the year, we were talking about inventory spiking, right? And just yeah. hasn't happened. People are kind of in that wait-and-see uh, attitude. And, and, you know, we kind of touched base it before the show as we were kind of prepping, is that, you know, if you're sitting on a house right now and that, that lateral move or that downsizing person or people are retiring and maybe want to downsize and, you know, now with interest rates and tax and, okay, does it make financial sense to sell this house, uh, this 3,000-square-foot house that I really don't need any longer, to buy one that's half as much, smaller, but I'm going to pay three times in some cases the interest rate that I'm paying now? Yeah. Uh, does that make financial sense for me? So probably not. So my my concern is that we're going to see um, – that tightening a little bit, right? The people up and down are going to stay in the area. Unless they're moving out of state, they're probably going to keep the property. Um, and I know you ran into that as well with one of your listings, right? Some yeah. decide just to move take, move on. Absolutely. I mean, and even with some other clients that, that were planning on listing, they're just, they can't justify it. You know, they're some, even in some cases, they would be paying more if, if they moved. Yeah. And, and, you know, the next one on the list is seasonal price declines. You know, here we're coming into the holidays, right? Next month, uh, uh, and um, normally we see prices decline, inventory tighten up, people are taking off the market, but um, uh, price declines have been much more pronounced this year because of what's happening with interest rates, and I think sellers are a little scared. Um, they they're, have that mindset because of social media, and what we've seen just in the past three or four years is that, hey, I'm going to list my home, I'm going to get all these offers, and I'm going to be done in 30 days and move on. So, like I said, it's kind of put the brakes on that, 
And the median sale price in our area, in all three counties, is down 7%. Yep. And what is that? It's about $45,000 on the average sale price in our area. Um, 7% doesn't seem that much, and especially when you've been making 20%. You know, ten to twenty percent the past yeah. three or five years. Yep. Uh, it it you know it is definitely doesn't seem that small, but I think the the big unknown is where does it end and where does the dynamics of our market kind of mellow out? Um, because what we just talked about is that you know people are not going to be listing their houses because they're not their their alternative option is taking getting rid of that low interest rate mortgage and taking a higher interest rate mortgage. So I think that's going to limit inventory and it's going to prevent any type of huge crash. That's going on. People are just going to have to get over the emotional and financial hurdle of paying five, six, seven percent interest rate. And I know, as a young folk like yourself, yeah, you're all depressed. And we have another <laughs> young gentleman in the office that was getting ready to buy a house, and uh, uh, and and you know, Uncle Eric, it's uh, I missed my boat. I'm not going to be able to buy, but. You know, it, it, you can buy in any market. Think about your parents. They paid 10% or 12% when they bought their first house. Uh, granted, prices were a little cheaper then. Right. And I, I get that argument. But um, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, uh, there's a lot of other things other than, you know, what's your alternative in our market? Rent? And what's happening with rent these days? They're going, going through up. the roof, and right? the rental market is just as crazy as well. Because if you're a landlord, you're trying to get rid of your asset while you can at a higher price and take advantage of the current value, which is reducing the rental pool. Yeah, no, it's, if people are saying it's just the rental market is even worse than the real estate market at the moment. Um, and it kind of gets back to, you know, a factor of this is 25% of the market's missing. We've seen a 25% dip in volume over the past few months. Um, and about 75% of the market is still happening, but both listings are true. Lots of stats. I think that we're seeing from a lot of these, these these online memes um, uh, are are actually softer now than pre-pandemic, so we're actually kind of pumping the brakes now than than we were then, and you know people just aren't thinking in that mindset. I got to sell anymore, right? No, they, they uh, you know for for a while there, people were like, you know, I got to take advantage of how hot the market is right now. You know, they're seeing all the 50,000 over, 100,000 over, and a lot of sellers wanted to take advantage of it. And some and some did get away with it. Even with Open Door, you had sure. that one seller that just made an absolute steal. But now instead of just trying to take advantage of a market, you know, it's becoming much more of a financial decision or a situational decision if you, you know, if they want to move out of state or um, if if an investor wants to let go of a property, there's a lot less reasons to sell now. Yeah, and I think that that you know, we got to sit and wait to see how the annual uh, stats play out, but um, it, it is definitely something that um, people need to get get around. After we all need a place to live, right? Yep. And uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you, as as those of you that have listened to the show for a while, I, I say the good with the bad. There's no way I had thought that we were going to go from two and a quarter to six seven percent interest rate in twelve months. I didn't didn't see that happening, um, but things have changed so fast that I think it's definitely going to change you know we had i'll be honest with you from a lender's point of view you know rates move every day right the yep. mortgage-backed security markets up and down and we normally see a 25 to 35 and if we see a 50 basis points swing that's a bad day in the market well um monday and tuesday we saw a 144 basis point swing so what that means folks is that rate that costs you nothing close of business the day before now costs you one and a half points that's a huge swing in a day. But we're getting better today. So I think what we have to do is take this whole fear out of the market and the investors. And once the market kind of settles down, I think we're going to get to a level playing field. Um, median sale price, Sacramento County, uh, in August 2021 was 513. August 2022 was 535, uh, 4.3 change. Uh, the number of sales uh, over the last year, down 26.5%. And months of supply, inventory. Last year, 0.88, less than a month. Now we're at 119% higher than we were last uh, year. Yeah. So we went from um, days on market 17 to 26, which is tremendous. That, yeah, it's huge. Um, Mike, if you're thinking of people that are sitting there, I know that folks, I, I know sellers that have called, hey, I missed the boat. Uh, what's your What's your advice to them? You know, it, it really, it, it's a, 
it's different for every seller now. You know, we have to actually sit down, talk about your situation, uh, the reasons why you'd want to sell, and we'd have to realistically talk about what the price you'd get for your home is. You know, uh, a lot of agents sometimes will get desperate and try to get you to sign on the dotted line and give you a price. And you know, now we got to really look. A, a lot of agents are still using old comps from mm-hmm. a year ago, and you just can't do that anymore. We got to sit down, look at what's sold. You know, in the last month or so. And really tighten those numbers down and, and make sure all the numbers work for you. That's a great segue because I wanted to talk about, you know, choosing comps in this market. How as a real estate professional, whether you're an appraiser or just a real estate agent trying to set a list price, you know, what do you look at? And these are questions that I've been asked lately. Mm-hmm. And um, are you using comps within 60 days right now? No, probably not. It's not a good indication. Right. My preference, you know, usually to use uh, recent sales comps. It's okay to use an older sales comps if you're trying to justify something, but in our moving market, 60 days is a huge difference. Um, and, and and here's the other, th- other side of that is because you know when you're trying to appraise uh, a property or, or find out where that property's true worth is, you look at past closed sales. That's normally what especially a lender is going to look at and an appraiser is going to look at. Right. But I think more weight right now is going to be listings and pendings. And that, yeah, and the ones that are currently active, seeing how long they've been sitting on the market, right? Um, that that's going to be a huge indicator. If you have a, a listing that's very similar to yours, and you have a competition right next door, and they've been on the market for thirty days, you know they're priced maybe a little too high. So it's a good indicator. Yeah, it, it's where the list and pendings are. I think is going to be more weighted because Definitely. I, I here, here's as a, as understanding the lending industry as well is that you know lenders will lend on appraised value, not right. sales price, right? right. So I think. We might start seeing some appraisals come in a little short, um, or we're going to see something change uh, uh, drastically, I think, at some point in time. And on the other side of that, we were always kind of – appraisals were coming in short because the closes weren't happening as much as all the people were, were offering over list price, right? So we weren't seeing those those properties close, which caused a shortage. So it is, uh, it is going to be an interesting time, I, I think, but again – uh, one thing I could tell you after 30 years in this business, it will always come around and level out. And, you know, we had a team meeting yesterday and I was telling these young folks is that, that, that they haven't been in the business very long is that market shifts happen. It's industry standard. It's the norm. You prepare for them and you educate uh, your buyer and seller exactly what to expect during the process. Yeah, there's always a few curveballs that we haven't experienced before. You know, and, and folks, this is not 2010, 2008. This is not a whole bunch of stated income loans out there. We've had 10, 20% growth over the last seven or five to six, five, three to five years, right? So everybody's sitting on equity, more than likely. Do I see uh, a lot of foreclosures and bank-owned properties and, and, and those things coming? No, I don't because I just don't – the market just doesn't tell us that. The, the, it would have to fall apart um, because I would rather sell and put money in my pocket than let the bank take it. Right. Because right. that, that's the difference between now and then. And I want you folks to remember that. But I know we have a lot of folks out there that are now adults that maybe have went through their parents losing a home or they had to move or they had to do a short sale or something like that. And it sticks in your mind as a young person. Um, and when you're choosing comps right now and you're trying to uh, trying to true value, are, are you adjusting down 7% right, right now off the median sale price? Probably not because every house is different, right? Every house is different. The condition is different, you know. I mean, really now condition is going to come way more into play. Uh, than previously, because uh, buyers are gonna are gonna weigh in on that. On top of paying a higher interest rate, do I want to pay more to to fix up this house? You know, there there's there's a lot more situational elements involved, which is really why it, it's good to sit down, talk to us. Let's look at your house, talk about the options, and go from there. Yeah, and if somebody's sitting there and um, uh, thinking about, you know, all right, because let's face it, it's human nature. We all think our house is worth more than everybody else's, oh, right? It, it doesn't matter. Um, and I think one of the things you have to look at from Michael and my point of view is we'll look at the house. We'll understand, number one, from a lender's value, what the appraiser is going to look for. And, you know, often I get, does an appraiser have to stay within one mile radius of the house? Um, no, not really. But it has to be a like property. Yep. It can't be on the other side of 80 because it's usually it's a different free, you know, anything on the different side of the freeway is a different neighborhood. Um, but, again, um, Michael, if somebody's thinking about listing, can you give your number out really quick? Yeah, so absolutely. You guys can reach me at any time. My phone number is 650-817-5850. Again, 650-817-5850. All right, folks, uh, we're coming up on our break at the half. Again, if you have a question, 916-806-0606. 
Uh, we'll talk to you right after this. They thought we'd never find out. They were wrong. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I believed the president were a Nazi. I might steal an election. The FBI is out of control. The Department of Justice has gone rogue. Prices are up. Personal safety is down. Thousands crossing the border weekly, illegally. Joe Biden in the White House. America will vote in November on its future. AM 1380 The Answer presents your opportunity to stand up and be counted. Saturday, October 29th, prominent author, documentarian, and patriot Dinesh D'Souza, along with nationally syndicated radio host Officer Brandon Tatum, will talk democracy at Destiny Church in Rockland. Our democracy is on the line this November. Get up, get involved, and get your tickets today. Text Dinesh to 916-349-1039 or head to am1380theanswer.com. I think most people would agree that because of COVID-19, our lives in many ways have turned upside down. And because of this, you may be wanting to make changes in your life by finding your authentic expression so that you can live your calling and make an impact. John Benicio, host of the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m., can help. Schedule your free discovery session by calling 916-783-2622 or online at simplygreatlives.com. That's simplygreatlives.com. KSAC Money 105.5 FM and Money Experts, it's real life lending. Now, back to Eric Ilovsky on Money 2.0. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. I'm sitting here with Michael Salama from Real Life Real Estate. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think uh, uh, folks, after, after hearing everything they see in the media about interest rates, and, and again, I want to re- reiterate, folks, when you see that the Fed raises the interest rates, that doesn't mean you're, you know, I think this week they raised it a quarter, three quarters of a percent, right? Or it was last Wednesday. Um, that doesn't mean mortgage rates are going up by three quarters of a percent. It's a completely different index. That's the, that's the fee that the Fed rate is what banks charge each other to borrow money overnight. It's what it's going to affect. It's going to affect your auto loans, your credit cards, uh, and consumer debt. So uh, if you have a balance on a credit card, work on that because I guarantee you, look at your statement next time you get a monthly credit card statement and interest rates that they're charging you. Uh, I guarantee you that many of you have you signed when you sign your credit card have annual contracts, and as soon as they get a chance to raise that interest rate, they will. So the best bet is to pay that off uh, if you possibly can because you're going to be paying much higher interest rate on consumer debt. Um, mortgage-backed securities are more bond rates, and uh, it is it is very unique that we're in a situation now where both the uh, the stock market and rates are rising. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But again, um, the alternative is you're paying your landlord's mortgage or you're paying your own. And we say it uh, previously is that, you know, you date the rate by the home, marry the home, date the rate. The date is temporary. Um, we're seeing a reprieve today. I'm looking at the MBS mortgage-backed security market. I told you we had a terrible day, the worst I've seen in my career, but now we're bouncing back. So those things change every day. So keep that in mind. The best thing we could do at this point is to go through that pre-approval process, get you ready, educate you about what works for your financial situation and what we need to do. Maybe we need to tweak uh, credit rep- uh, your credit score a little bit. Maybe we need to talk to mom and dad about a gift. Or maybe we just need to educate you about the different products that are available to you, and especially price point. What what's that house going to cost you on a monthly basis out of pocket? And I think that's something a conversation that you know is 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 changing, right, Michael? Even on a personal level. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's 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 a lot to consider at the moment. I, I think that. Um, the best thing we could do now is at least start the process and yeah. educate. And I'm telling all my folks, whether they're real estate agents or loan officers, take this downtime while you're a little bit slow or not as busy as you should. We're always busy. But to better yourself, and especially if you're sitting there at work right now or driving in your car, start that pre-approval process and get your ducks in a row. So if you see something, because I guarantee you, that's the segment that I think has been hurt the most the last two or three years, right, Michael? That first-time home buyer. Yeah. It's been really difficult to get them in contract, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it especially because there was a lot of cash in the market, especially in our area, just due to Bay Area buyers. Right. Uh, it was it was especially tough for first-time buyers just because they didn't have as much leverage. Now, you know, first-time buyers actually have a lot more of a chance, which is great. Yeah, and, and again, I'm seeing listings. We, we had a property up in South Lake Tahoe that uh, we marketed, and um, 
we marketed it. This actually this is a great story. This is the one we had the bear break. Oh, in, that's right? right. I get a call from uh, I get a call from uh, somebody walking their dog early morning and saying, "Hey, uh, who's looking at your listing? Because half the front door is gone." Uh, bear decided he wanted to get in and see if there was anything in the fridge. Luckily, no damage inside. I think something scared him away. The refrigerator was open. The cabinet was open. But he found that there was nothing there because it's we're selling it. It's on the market, and uh, he left. But he basically tore the bottom half of the door off. Uh, but we got it fixed. It's back on the market. And we were able to get it in contract last week because we were able to. And, and one of the conversations that this buyer had was, hey, Eric, you know, I know you're a lender as well. You know, here's what I'm getting quoted. Here's interest rates. Uh, it, it's it's going to be an investment property. You know, is there a way? Do you know of anything? Maybe we'll shop it around. And I said, well, hey, here's here's a question. Well, we'll just, you know, submit an offer. And uh, rather than reduce the price of the house, we'll offer a credit to help you buy down your interest rate. And there are some really great programs that are called 2-1 buy-downs where you can actually take buy down your interest rate, make those first couple years uh, uh, less of a payment. Uh, 2% the first year, 1% the second year, uh, you're being charged on interest. You're just basically prepaying interest. The The buyer can't do that. You as a buyer can't do that. The agents can't do that. But the, the, the seller can actually contribute to that. Uh, and it made it work. So we're in contract and inspections are being done this week. So... Um, I think that's a great strategy if you're a real estate agent out there or you're a buyer and working with a real estate agent that's not one of us. Talk to them about you know, maybe asking for closing costs. And remember, uh, on FHA and government loans and VA and USDA, seller can contribute up to 6% for credits for recurring and non-recurring closing costs. Now, normal closing costs are about 3% of the loan amount. That includes title, escrow, setting up your impounds for tax and insurance, uh, all those things that go into a purchase, but that gives you another 3%, you know, $500,000 property, that's $15,000 that you use to buy down your interest rate. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot of ways to structure it. I think we're going to get creative. One of the things, and, and you know, this is this is actually a question from Mike. He, he sent us over during the break. He says, Eric, do you see anything happening to make homes more affordable? Well, you know, that's kind of a general question, uh, Mike. I think that... Um, the mortgage industry figures it out, right? Whether it's good or bad. Let's take 2008, 2010 for an example. Um, we wanted to promote home ownership. Uh, the feds and Congress uh, passed a bill and a requirement for lenders to create loan products to lend in certain demographics and certain credit scores. So that's how stated income products came about. Uh, and uh, 100% financing one loan, 125% financing one loan. All those things that got us into trouble were all created by mandate of the federal government to lenders to lend in certain areas. Is that going to happen? No. Okay. Uh, but what I do see is going to happen is is that in order to make a house more affordable, I think we're going to see longer-term loans. I don't know of anything. I mean, right now there may be a, one or two lenders out there with uh, 40-year loans, but I think we're going to see 40-year. We're going to see 50-year loans come. I have friends in Germany that have generational mortgages. They're 80 years. Um, now, whether that's good or bad, but it's definitely the longer you risk that term out, I think it's going to be the best. But interest rates, um, as far as, as making it easier to qualify, I, I don't see we're not going to do the the, you got to remember in 2010, Dodd-Frank created the ability to repay rule, which means all lenders on primary residence have to make sure that you have the income to pay back the loan. No balloon payments, no interest only. But there are some different programs out there. Do I see some of that coming back? Possibly. Don't quote me on that. But, uh, Mike, that's a great question. Uh, do I see a crash happening? I get asked that 10 times a day. I don't see a crash coming. We're all sitting on equity. Uh, even if that goes away, it's on paper. I just, people that had those loans and those lower interest rate loans, they're paying less now than they would in rent. So I think people will figure it out. But do I see possibly uh, inventory getting smaller? Yes, which drives up prices. I think it's going to stay the same. We, I, do I see a correction? Maybe a 10%. Yeah. We're down 7% uh, right yeah, now this year. Right. Um, but you have to remember, everybody uses that R word, the recession word. I think, uh, and I've mentioned it in the past, uh, in the last four out of five recessions, real estate has always been the this, this solid block of investing, uh, with the exception of 2008, 2010. Why? Because we created all the liar loans. 
right? That people really didn't make that much money and were doing uh, pick-a-pay loans. Remember those? That you were paying less than the more interest you were being charged and all of a sudden you're upside down. Hey, listen, folks. One of the things that, that taught our industry is is responsibility and I think to make the numbers work. And um, I, I truly believe that responsible lending has been happening the last 10, 15 years since then. Uh, I think that... Uh, Will we make it, will we tweak it to be able to make things more affordable? I think so. Um, I made mention in my meeting last yesterday, my staff meeting, that there are a couple things that make our industry, uh, the real estate industry work and our economy work. One is oil and gas. That uh, is a big part of our economy. Two is real estate. Because let's think about when you're building real estate, you're hiring everybody. You know, everybody, every aspect of our uh, workforce is somehow tied to real estate. Uh, and employment. We have more jobs than people right now. So unless everything changes and goes away, I just don't see a crash happening. Uh, I, I just don't see it. Uh, I think that we are on stable ground. Uh, and again, I cannot fault you folks if you're sitting on a 2 per 3% interest rate to move. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. don't see it. Yeah. Um, but here's another thing, folks, is that there are – Let's take your blinders off, right? Let's take the California Gavin Newsom blinders off, okay? There are so many different places outside the, the state borders to buy affordable homes that uh, don't have the taxes that we have here, don't have some of the economic problems and the social problems that we have here. And, again, we have put um, a whole team together for out-of-state investing and purchasing mm -hmm. that I think is really important. In fact, your parents have recently just purchased something, right? Yeah, I, uh, my parents have purchased uh, an Airbnb out in North Carolina, and I'm actually currently helping um, uh, another client of mine relocate to Las Vegas, Nevada. Right. So a lot of relocating is happening out of the out of the state. And, you know, what's nice about us is we really try to make it a one-stop shop. We can help connect you with a lender for that state that's licensed in that state through Essex Mortgage, and we also have partner agents all throughout the U.S., uh, so that way everything is a smooth transition, um, and, you know, we can still be a part of the process and be a big team. Yeah, and, and again, Essex Mortgage will lend, I think, in 48 states right now, some of the states that uh, require you to have brick and mortar. But um, we could pretty much, all the destination states that are happening right now, and, and, and before I forget, I want to want to wish luck to everybody in Florida. You know, we've got a, a mass um, uh, evacuation happening right now. Yeah. And uh, we all have friends and clients that have, that have recently moved, especially to the Florida area. So um, uh, we, we'll pray for you on that. But there are definitely some things uh, about outside of the state that are attractive, and we can definitely help you with that and at least give you some advice and personal advice, if needed, to help you uh, get over that hump. Because let's, let's face it, those folks, is that um, it, it, it's definitely a different, you know, gas is cheaper, mortgage is cheaper, everything's cheaper outside the state, yep. and it might be the solution for you. Yeah, three dollars a gallon in North Carolina. I paid three eighteen. I paid nice. three eighteen in North Carolina last week. I paid five eighty nine yesterday. When, I, when yeah. I was there, there was uh, one station that had it at two ninety eight. Yeah, it was it was very refreshing. <laughs> um, but you know, one of the other questions I have here is, um, do you think home builders are going to suffer during yes. this change? That's a good question. It's yes. kind of off the wall. Um, yeah, why, Michael? Why do you think home builders? You know, it's funny. I in the past. When I was working with home builders, mm -hmm. you know, they just had such leverage because of the market um, that they actually would try to cut the real estate agent out of the deal completely. Uh, you know, I, for one, you know, I'm here to serve my clients. Sure. And they, their dream home uh, was a, a new home. Right. Uh, and the company said, hey, you know, we're going to pay you X amount, which is way below, you know, what's normally offered. But for my clients, I went ahead and went through with it. Now, instead of cut, trying to cut the real estate agents now, I'm getting phone calls almost every Begging week. you for buyers. Begging mm -hmm. for buyers. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, they're having some issues right now. Yeah, I, I think that home building is going to basically stop for now to see what happens. And you're absolutely right. They didn't need us, right? They had their folks sitting in their desk taking orders yeah. uh, for new homes. They didn't need our referrals or our book of business. But I think that's definitely going to change. Um, and we're going to see some price reductions totally. from the home builders because they want them off their books. Right. And who that affects more, hurts more, is the people that bought 
last year right. when they sell the house being built next door to them, $100,000 less than yeah. they sold. And not only that, but with the uh, new home construction, too, they really use their in-house lenders as right. leverage. That, you know, they offered a bunch of incentives and right. stuff like that, taking advantage of the low rates. I think with the higher rates now, they're, they're losing that leverage as well. Exactly. You know, people aren't just taking, you know, because, you know, if you're going from a, a 3% to a 3.2%, it's not much as a, a big a difference. But right. And we're going to touch higher. base on that after the break. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. We'll be back for our last segment right after this. Hi, this is the co-host of Real Life Real Estate and luxury realtor, Christina Manuel. Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. From the city to the suburbs, buyer and seller opportunities are better than ever in our region. We have many pre-approved buyers looking for their dream home today. I have a strategic marketing plan that attracts thousands of home buyers with radio ads, professional photography, 250 online platforms to reach the largest buyer's pool for your property. If I don't sell your home, you can cancel at any time. Listen, guys, buying or selling a home does not have to be stressful. So call me today at 916-251-6414 or visit realliferre.com for more info. Real estate is the key to building wealth, and our team will get the job done for you no matter what. So call or text me for all of your real estate needs. I'm always available, 916-251-6414. That's 251-6414. Stop paying your landlord's mortgage today. Christina Manuel, California BRE number 02001226. Real Life Real Estate number 02034422. They thought we'd never find out. They were wrong. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I believe the president were a Nazi. I might steal an election. The FBI is out of control. The Department of Justice has gone rogue. Prices are up. Personal safety is down. Thousands crossing the border weekly, illegally. Joe Biden in the White House. America will vote in November on its future. AM 1380, The Answer presents your opportunity to stand up and be counted. Saturday, October 29th, prominent author, documentarian, and patriot Dinesh D'Souza, along with nationally syndicated radio host Officer Brandon Tatum, will talk democracy at Destiny Church in Rockland. Our democracy is on the line this November. Get up, get involved, and get your tickets today. Text Dinesh to 916-349-1039 or head to am1380theanswer.com. Sacramento's home for intelligent talk. From hosts like Mike Gallagher and Mark Levin. Sacramento's Money 105.5 and the Money 105.5 app for your smartphone. And at iHeart, tune in and Odyssey. Now, back to Eric Ilovsky on Money 2.0. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric. I'm here with Michael Salama and... Uh, you know, we've kind of been going through uh, what's going on in our market, our thoughts on interest rates, and maybe some strategies in our market, and the kind of leveling play field between buyers and sellers, and kind of maybe the switch of power back now to the buyers again. Um, uh, but And with that, I, I don't want to forget, we have a listing. We have actually a property to sell. Uh, we've got a property in beautiful uh, Loomis. It's uh, an amazing lake view. Look at that, Michael. Gorgeous. Uh, and... Uh, it is uh, 2,040 square feet. It's 3811 North Lakeshore Boulevard in Loomis, three-bed and two-bath, a little over 2,000 square feet. And when you see this uh, amazing view uh, of the lake, it's probably one of the lowest-priced lakeview properties there is in Loomis. So if you want to see that, Michael, how do they reach you? Yeah, you guys can reach me at any time at 650-817-5850. And uh, one of the things I think is important, folks, is if you want to – uh, have us come in and give you an honest approach of what's uh, going on in the market and what your home is actually worth. We're happy to do that. Uh, I think more importantly now, as we haven't talked about it in six years, is chasing the market. Uh, we used to have those conversations when uh, when when home prices were 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 in, um, how do I say this? Were were it's not a price improvement anymore, but when they were definitely uh, reducing value very quickly in two thousand eight, two thousand ten. Um, we were talking about chasing the market, improperly pricing your home, right, and lowering it still to too high, to still to too high, and chasing it down. We don't want to do that. We want to give you an honest evaluation of what your house is going to sell for, right, and uh, or list it where we want to list it and have that room to provide seller credits for closing costs and, and rate buy down. So it's something that we can actually spend some time with you and and like Michael mentioned, uh, so buyers are becoming more discerning. Uh, you, you know, there was a time, and we've talked about it on the show, where you know, so you throw it on the, put a sign in front of your house, you didn't have to do any repairs. People were just dying to buy, yep. and now it's going to take a little more work. 
and you know we'll tell you what to fix, what not to fix, what to maybe uh, uh, spice up a little bit, uh, and give you an honest evaluation. I think that's that's what's going to keep us you know um, uh, still uh, valuing your property correctly right. and making sure that how property is worth what it's worth. Because right. because let's face it, if your property is sitting on the market. Uh, and you're not getting any action on it, it's conversation. And I know you've had a client like that recently as well where it, it, people have, sellers had that mind, minders, uh, that, that, that blind set on where you know, they thought it was a year ago. Yeah, no, totally. And, and sometimes people will forget too because you mentioned about chasing the market. It's extremely difficult to price a property too low right. because if you do price it too low, the market will correct it. You know, um, buyers will pay, you know, the, yeah, patience, the, right. The, yeah, the bu- buyers will pay market price even if you're listed too low. If you, you're going to get a lot more foot traffic, a lot more offers, and eventually that that low price that you thought it was will get bumped up because you priced it well. Right. So good question. Yeah. Um, all right. Again, our text line is nine one six eight zero six zero six zero six. Got a question from Steve, uh, and he's asking about reverse mortgages. And one of the things I think that. Uh, I think this is we've we've done more reverse mortgages uh, for our clients in the last six months than we did the last three years, uh, because I think it's becoming a more and more useful tool. Uh, let's face it; uh, uh, those of us that are that are maybe on fixed incomes, and you see, you know, everything's more expensive. Gas is expensive. Insurance more expensive here in California, and just the cost of living. Groceries are more expensive, and let's face it; we've all been paying our mortgage for the last however many years and have really worked for the house. And it's a great time, I think, to maybe think about letting the house work for you. And and a reverse mortgage can be a number of different ways. Everybody thinks of, well, I don't have to make my mortgage payment again, and the bank lets me live there. Um, there are some great myths about that. It can be structured. Yes, you don't have to make a mortgage payment. Yep, you still have to make your, prin- your tax and insurance payment. You don't have to make a principal and interest payment. We could set up a line of credit that you could get a monthly income to help with your living expenses. We could just set up a line of credit that you to use as a, as a safety net uh, in case something happens. Or I have one client that says, Eric, I'm going to spend every dollar I can and live rent-free for the rest of my life. And they went on a cruise for uh, eight months, I think. So, But there's a lot of myths about a reverse mortgage. And, and I think it's a product that has to be sold correctly. And has to be educated. Somebody number one, it's a it's a product that's insured by HUD, same as people that insure FHA, and it's very very consumer protected uh, product. In fact, we can't even take an application on you until you meet and go through a phone call with a HUD counselor to make sure everything we're telling you is actually correct. So there's definitely some things and some myths about the product. Um, you know, most of the time I hear that you know I'm not I don't want to reverse mortgage because the bank takes title to my home, home takes title to my home. Not no, not at all. The fact is the borrower remains on title. There's a lien on it, just like a forward mortgage, a regular mortgage, as a lien holder. The bank is just the lien holder of your mortgage. Um, you can sell it, refinance out of it anytime. Um, another myth is the bank receives part of my equity when the loan's repaid. Absolutely not. Uh, the only difference between a reverse mortgage and a forward mortgage or a traditional mortgage is you're not making a principal and interest payment. So your pay, your, your loan balance is increasing rather than decreasing on an amortization schedule like a, a, uh, a traditional loan. But when you sell or buy or sell the house, you, the, the escrow officer orders a payoff, and whatever's left over is yours. Just There's no difference than that in a regular mortgage. And I think that's something hard people wrap their heads around. Yeah. Uh, the fees are excessive on a reverse mortgage. That's another myth. Uh, no, it's all regulated by the FHA, the Federal Housing Committee. Uh, it's and there are actually new products that have zero closing costs on the reverse mortgages right now. So uh, another myth: children will lose their inheritance. Um, it, it's it's absolutely not true. In fact, uh, there's a safeguard. You could have a two hundred thousand dollar loan balance, and the property is only worth a hundred thousand dollars upon you leaving this earth. Your actually heirs can actually uh, purchase that property for ninety five percent of the current market value. So. Um, but this is a great. It's a great question. We should have the heirs involved in this process and sit down and ask questions. Right. Uh, and one of the great things about a reverse mortgage is you, you you still can make a payment. You can make an interest only payment to preserve the equity in the house for the heirs. Uh, I have a. I, I, we did one uh, close last month that the heirs, the son, is going to pay the interest only payment that preserves the equity in the house. That way, the mom gets the benefit, 
and the son protects his, his, his inheritance, his family home. So there are a ton of ways to set that up, and it's becoming more and more problem. We actually have uh, uh, financial planners that are referring folks to me. Uh, but, and, and again, if you want to sit down with me uh, and go through it, uh, all it takes is your birthday, your, your address, and that's pretty much it and what you owe in the house, and we'll set up a, a valuation to see if it would benefit for you. Uh, so give me a call, 916-806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. I still do answer my own phone after 10 years, so uh, people get surprised at that sometimes. Uh, and I'd love to talk to you. That's the best part of my job is sitting across the conference table or kitchen table with you folks and, and uh, explaining real estate. Uh, Michael, I want to thank you for being here, but you know, you're kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Those of those folks that may have heard something today or maybe are, are thinking or just want some more information about listing their home or maybe what their home's worth, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, you guys can reach me at any time. My phone number is 650-817-5850. And, uh, you know, one of the things we, we talk, uh, we've, we've always mentioned here on the show, and as they think as they we're getting ready to start a new year next year and, and maybe you're a real estate agent or a loan officer where all of a sudden your volume has decreased and you're 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 uh, you're maybe maybe looking to have a change. Um, I would love to speak to all you real estate agents out there. We've we've actually brought on several people the last month that are leaving the big brokerages and those high splits and going to us, who's a full service broker. Yep. We want you to keep more of your commissions and still sit across the kitchen table here or the the, the studio table with us and be part of the show. So again, give me a call nine one six. 806-0606. That's 916-806-0606. I'd love to talk to you about the real life team and the Essex team and the last job you're ever going to have in the real estate industry. Again, folks, we've been here on the air for 10 years. I appreciate for the next, look forward to the next 10. Michael, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. All right, folks, we'll see you next time on Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.